Girl, I feel like a dick. <laughs> Why? Yo, turn my headphones up. Me and the bean. No, me and the bean. No, me and me and me and me and me and the bean. Me and the bean and the bean and the bean. Me and the bean and No, me and the bean. White beans? Me? Red beans? And me? Oh no, what is it again? It's me and the bean at podcastrant.com slash me and the bean. And after that meal, check us out at naughtykarate.com. Hiya! I love beans. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. You don't like that? No, I love it. How cool is that? <laughs> is that your secret? That was one of my secrets, yeah. That's so awesome. Thanks, guys. It's so hard for me to keep secrets. So hard. Impossible. But that's Kyle and Jamie over at Naughty Karate. Which I love their show. And we gave them a hard time last week. And I felt so bad because the day after, (laughs) before I'd even posted the show, they were on our frapper map. (laughs) That's very cool. I really like that. How nice. What a fun way to start our show. So this is me and the bean. I'm me. And I'm the bean. And this is show number... 27. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. Getting up there. <laughs> Moving on up. So I have a, an official apology to make to you. To me? Curling is a sport. <laughs> she doubted me, folks. <laughs> Tell them how you described it to me. <laughs> I, I think it was... I basically said, you know, they Couple these guys, guys run and they push this big... <laughs> like rock circular iron thing with a big knob on it and then these guys run in front of them with like little brooms and just start swishing away really fast like oh my god my face she thought i was insane well yeah that sounds insane but that's exactly how Lori described it to me (laughs) yeah she finally had to let her friend tell her that and i didn't even bring it up that i was right because her husband's father works with the olympics and that's one of his sports curling (laughs) So, I'm officially sorry I ever doubted you, baby. You should be, girl. <laughs> but see, now there's something I have to apologize to you for. Oh, boy. What is it? I'm going to, I think I'm going to put like little snippet shows together, the stuff, the best stuff that you guys don't get to hear that goes on the radio show. Oh, that's a good idea. But this is just something that was on last week's show that I want to apologize for. And guys, pay, pay real close attention at this um, arts competition today and students are allowed to compete so the student entry for drama there was only one so they were automatically the winners and so they were able to perform for us and it was this song which they sang a boy and a girl interspersed with skit dialogue interaction that one of the students had written and they were the winners well there yeah they out were, of all the people no there was only one these guys won no, there I'm were saying, no others. They didn't compete against anybody to be the winners? No. There were not any other entries. Ooh. So they won by default? Mm-hmm. Okay. Folks, that's what the bean has to put up with. <laughs> if you didn't get that, you might have to you know, shuffle back, rewind back. But basically, she said these were the only people that entered. They won by default. And then she was explaining it. And then I come in and say... They were the only ones? They won by default? Yeah. <laughs> but I tried to say they won out of all of them. <laughs> well, that is part of the ADHD, baby. I don't like to, comp- I don't like to 
blame everything on that. Well, that's that's a common complaint of having it that that you start to use it as an excuse. And because, I certainly don't mean to do that to you. No, no. But, you know, as I've said before, I went to school for audio engineering and I and I suck at it. Just because I uh, obviously not you can run this thing. Well, this doesn't take anything. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as what I went to it basically was to learn so I could record my own songs. Once I found out what all you had to do, I gave up. And I made great grades because once I'm studying something, you know, I, I have like a photographic memory. But once I stop using it, it's gone. And I never can I never can pull anything out of my hat. But basically, when I write songs, the fun for me is writing a song. And after that, it's over. I don't want to lay it to tape. I mean, it's a pain enough for, enough for me just to record it into one mic. Me singing and playing guitar into that one mic once. And, you know, I, we talked about the other week, I did the theme song for the, the Ben and Heather show. Right. And they got a email this weekend, and here it is. Well, they're monsters, but they're only here to entertain you. Playing cartoons and sleeping people, scratching their heads. Two monsters with a lot to say. Sharing little kids along the way. Now that's awesome. That is awesome, but how bizarre to hear your words to somebody else's song. I mean, yeah. it's your song, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, I've got, I've got guys like thirty or forty songs that I would love. Not not that production. I mean, that was the kind of production you needed for a a puppet show or a or a sitcom type show, and it worked great. But I mean, the only thing that sucks about that is I know that's in my capability and brain somewhere to do that. But I just don't have the patience. And it's not my ADD. It's, I guess it's when it becomes a job, I just, I just say, screw this. But if you will read your ADHD book, that is part of it. It is. <sighs> it's the ability to take things and break them down into steps that are accomplishable. Accomplishable. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> and, and having the desire. Is that what you're saying? You just don't have the desire. I don't the have desire. the desire. I mean, the fun for me is writing the song. And after that. Well, that's part of the impulsiveness. Because when I used to play out live, I hated when they run my voice through, my, when they'd mic up my guitar or my voice and then have it run back through speakers so I could hear it. Yeah. It just bothered the hell out of me. And well, that might be something different. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, and it, but it was at coffee houses. I was like, don't worry, I've got a loud voice. They're going to hear me in the back. I don't even want to be mic'd. But they, of course, they would make me have to be mic'd. But I just, I just like people sitting around the living room. And I play for them, and then that's it. That's the only time I enjoy it. Other than that, I hate it. I hated playing live when I used to play live in Atlanta. Yeah. And growing up when in different bands, it's just like, can't you just come to our our practice space and watch us? Well, lucky you. You have a fan base in your family. I mean, me and Evan will sit captive and listen to you play in the living room anytime you want. I haven't done it in a long time. I'm I've, this weekend since you guys been gone, and in hearing that, and then just. Just various other stuff. I've been playing a lot of my songs recently, so yeah, I like your songs. And and Evan is really getting into the Beatles, so. <laughs> and I was supposed to do another cast was just all my music, all my songs, because, like I said, I have those many songs, but I have tapes and tapes of snippets, 
and I was going to put them together, and it was going to be called Janus 414 Mixtape. And that still might happen, but when it does, I'll never mention it. So so you'll never know. Yeah, unless you search for it. But it could be three months from now, so don't waste your time. <laughs> it's not that worth it, I promise you. I'll just get it out for people that stumble across it. I went to Asheville. I left my man. Left me alone. I made you spaghetti, though. It was awesome. I had spaghetti. Lots of spaghetti. <laughs> three meals I had it. I went to go and see Rent, the national tour of Rent. It came to our Thomas Wolf Auditorium, and my mom had tickets. Second row, man. It was awesome. Center, second row center. <gasps> the music was so good. The dancing was good. Singers, oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. And I know you don't give a crap about musical theater, but this was a great show. And it's all rock and roll, and it's based on the opera La Boheme. So it's not Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? No, and it's not Kiss of the Spider Woman. Did I see that? Yes. I don't remember that. You might have blocked it out. It was a little, it was definitely not my favorite. I remember going to Atlanta with you and seeing Doc, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde yeah. at the Fox. Yeah. And that was okay, but I, was, I don't know. It was, it was okay. It was not that memorable. This was amazing. The this farthest I get to musical is Magnetic Fields. <laughs> there you go. That's a but good start. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, this is um, loud rock and roll, and there's there's um, no curtain. The band is on stage with the actors. But don't they smile when they sing? Well, this I is about that. this is about street kids with AIDS, and but that's what I'm saying. A lot of those productions you see when they go and they're like, I've got AIDS <laughs> and I feel like crap. Have, but I'm still smiling. I have no complaints. They were really I'm good. And it was, there is death and there's the disease and the drug use. And it was really uplifting. It was very beautiful. At the end, the message is no matter who you are, you're not alone. There's always a community of people to stand by you and love you. And it was cool. I loved it. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. And Pete liked it too. Pete. Yeah, he said it got a little out of his comfort zone, but overall he really liked it. What, did it have boys touching each other? Yes, it did. And girls too. And oh, the audience was so appreciative. I forgot how cool it is to go and see good art. Yeah. And we don't get that much in Mount Airy. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Mount there, Airy, we get some. There yeah. is some. Yeah, yeah. But we don't take advantage of it. So going to see. But uh, the that guy. Would re- that would require us leaving the house. <laughs> With its small that child is so and a reclusive husband. 20th century <laughs> leaving the house. I mean, the man next to me was probably, I don't know, in his 40s, maybe. And he was just this, you know, average Joe looking guy. He was singing along and clapping. And the guy in front of me was dancing with his arms, oops, with his arms up in the air. And oh, it was great. It was great. That's awesome when you see a show like that. Oh, standing ovation immediately and well-deserved. It was really good. So that was cool. Well, I wanted to mention that last week we were featured on the Podcast Outlaws page. Yeah. As a featured cast. So we want to thank them for letting us. Touch that. (laughs) We want to thank them for featuring us. Basically, you can go to www.podcastoutlaws.com and they're basically a community of podcasters that try to get the word out for podcasts that, you know, need some light shown on them. Yeah. Let the light shine down on me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and we got some additions to our frapper map. Tell me, tell me. Like tell I me. said, we got Kyle and Jamie. Yay. 
of NaughtyKarate.com, which is... They're so cute. One of the best podcasts above anything. I mean... As long as he's I'm not just, too mean. Sometimes, Kyle, you're mean, a little Kyle. mean. little mean to Jamie. Love that, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting the good fight for you, Jamie. <laughs> but Tom Shad met them and took them to the Blue Man Group because he... Oh, performance right. with the Blue Man Group, and he said they were awesome people. Cool. So it's always it's always good to know that they're awesome in real life and not just behind the mic. And we got a shout out from Brian Guthrie Aww. from Lowell, Massachusetts, my college friend. Hey, he Brian. says, "Pock the cod, Harvard yard." <laughs> good to hear me rocking the git. You know the guitar people. <laughs> cool to catch up with my homies via web style. So, Brian, thanks for adding yourself. Absolutely. It's really good to hear from you, Brian. And then somebody also, and I don't know if she knows Brian or not, Ashland, Massachusetts, Kristen. And Hi, Kristen. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> if if you don't know Brian. You should look him up because he's wicked. Wicked hot. <laughs> wicked cute. He's got like a George Clooney going on. Yeah. He's younger. A good, he's younger a good, George Clooney. Oh, yeah. Younger George Clooney. He's, yeah. he's 29, 28, something like that. Babe. <laughs> is that it we got an email no i mean how many does that take us up to 30 56 whoa which we really should have 57 because Soski is still not on back on yet wow cool so that's awesome that's way more than we ever thought and we appreciate everybody that keeps adding themselves because a little trickle in each week and we like reading them off yeah absolutely how's our voting going we did i want to thank everybody we did get three votes so i want to give a shout out to spin doctor I want to give a shout-out to Stephen Don over at For What It's Worth. Yeah. And I want to give a sh- – and I'll put their links to their podcast in the show notes. And I want to give a shout-out – I think it was Kiristen or something like that. Kiristi. I'm sorry. I'll look it up. I'll give you a shout-out in that Not show and apologize for it. <laughs> but – so we're back So we're back to 18 Yay. or 17. Ooh, really? Yeah. So it seems like that also people from other – cast got their votes this week too oh but we're not gonna mention again we appreciate you guys that did vote for us yeah the only thing i'm gonna say is we have a new goal and that's to be number one so we only need 156 votes for that and if you could all just listen just screw that people (laughs) go outside and enjoy the sun we do have an email from jill (laughs) oh hey jill she says you were you know which what jill i'm talking about this is Jill. jill and pete yeah Says you were two crazy cats. Thanks for sharing, Chad. You got to give us the scoop on getting mugged in Atlanta. What was that about? What happened, basically? He's making it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm making it up. It's his tough guy story. No, it was totally a weak guy story, and I would totally change it if I could. But me and a girl named Julie, who were just friends, being <laughs> we were roommates, and <laughs> it was when her and Anna and me were roommates, mm. and we were going to a movie because I worked at the Phipps Movie Theater, so I got it in free. And so we were seeing a movie, and we were coming back on the train. and The it, Marta. The Marta. And it was really late, and there was, this, there was this guy that came down, and I wasn't sure if he was homeless or not. I didn't think he was, but he was streetwise, let's say. And he was talking to us, and we were just talking back and everything, and everything was fine. And then, you know, I just got a weird feeling about it. And so I, we, when the train came, we got on, and he followed us. And then we got right back off, and he followed us off. And when he did that, I was like... I mean, I didn't know how to react. I was like, it's on. So I still talked to him. We still talked, and he was talking to us, and it was just awkward. And I guess he could tell we were scared. And when we got back on the train, he started hitting us up for money. 
and saying we had we needed to give it to him and started acting real crazy, shifty, and having his hand in his pocket like he had a gun or something. And there was two guys, grown men, in the very back of the train. I mean, like five seats down from us. And they were just like looking up at the ceiling, whistling. I don't see anything. I was like, come on. Three of us could take them. But, and then, you know, I was like, screw you. I'm not giving you anything. And Julie was the smart one and she gave him 10 bucks. And I felt bad. So I gave her 10 bucks right when we got off the train. And if I was thinking, I wouldn't want anything to happen to her or me. So I should have just gave him the 10 bucks. What's 10 bucks to your life? So that that's my mugging story. And it sort of it wasn't mug. Did he really have anything? I'm not sure. But that's scary. She also says, has Amanda ever told you about our break-in story? When Colby and I were in Chapel Hill, we were robbed. Came home from class to find every major appliance gone as well as <gasps> our trash bags, which they had used to put our stuff in. Holy sh... Police wow. got there and solved the crime in record time. So what gave it away? Well, it had rained the day before, so you could see the footprints leading from our back door to our neighbor's back door. <gasps> <laughs> yes, we were robbed by our freaking neighbors. So in addition to them being added to the police department's stupid criminals list, he got out on bond and was living right next door to us within hours. Colby and I would, after a few drinks, bang on the wall yelling, You motherfucker! Oh my gosh. I don't think I ever knew that story. Yes, we're cool. Always have been. <laughs> she says, Don't know quite where that came from. In any event, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at the baby shower, which she saw you. Yes. Any word from Pete? He says, great show. Enjoyed listening and will continue to. We'll be sure to send you an email from Ireland to add to the map. He's not going to give you any incriminating information this early in the show, but I can. Hmm. What's that mean? <laughs> Can't wait till you're syndicated. We can say we knew them when. Yeah. We thank you for those kind of words. But. Thanks, Dylan Pete. That's excellent. How nice. We did get another email, and that was from Candace. Hey, Candace. And she said it was so nice. No. She said, by the way, checked out. She said some other stuff. And then she said, by the way, <laughs> checked out me and the Veen. It was great and so entertaining. You guys do a wonderful job, and you can tell you both really enjoy it. So thanks, girl. Yeah. Awesome. Keep listening. She's she's a really cool mom. But that does it for another me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the Bean. And you can reach us at meandthebean.com. And you can send us an email at me and the bean at podcastrant.com. Awesome. Yes. I'm not going to push you through this torture. Or you can send us a voicemail. 336-283-0516. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> 336-283-0576. man. <laughs> so until next time, see ya. Bye. And promos coming up, coming up, coming up, boys. Voicemails and promos, you be up on a miss. Voicemails and promos, the feelings when I do this. Ass. What? Hey, Chad and Amanda, this is Wendy, and um, I'm calling because uh, I just was listening to your um, most recent episode, Me and the Bean, and uh, the story about the Red Cross thing. I, this is really not even really about the story itself, except for when Amanda's telling it and she's saying, oh, this woman was kind of older, and I'm thinking, don't say it. 
do not say she's close to my age. Do not say it. And it, she just kind of hesitated there for a while going, oh, she's maybe in her lower. And I'm going, please don't say 40s. Please at least say 50s. And she goes, 70s. I'm like, yes, 70s. That's older. Not 40s. 70s. Older. Okay, I'm a little bit hypersensitive these days, but I'm just, I actually felt physical relief, I think, when I heard Amanda say the word 70s. Hi, this is Kristen from the Manic Mommies. Um, I just listened to Mommy, There's Poopy Everywhere. I don't even know where to start. I, I listened to it on the drive home and was hysterical. I mean, hysterical, which is not a good thing when you're driving. Um, the story about um, your son and the poop everywhere just cracked me up. And I could just completely relate. The other thing, though, is is Doctor Who. And I have to tell you, Bean, be strong. Doctor Who is a terrible, terrible show. I'm a sci-fi fan. I was there for Buffy. Big fan of Farscape, like almost everything on the sci-fi channel. Um, but Doctor Who of the 70s, 80s era is a terrible, terrible show. And even though you've been promised a foot rub at each time you watch it, I'm still thinking that the price, he's still getting a bargain. So <laughs> I will reserve judgment on the new shows in March. I will set my TiVo, but be strong, Bean. You know, it's not a good show. Anyway, keep up the good work. I am totally hooked on me and the Bean, and uh, we'll look forward to many more episodes. Bye. Hey, Kristen. What's up, Erin? I'm having one of those days. Oh, one of those manic mommy type days? You know, the kids, the job, the husband, the housework, all of it. It's making me crazy. Time for a podcast? Can you come over now? Oh, definitely. Let me just finish the laundry, get the kids in their PJs, and get Steve dinner, and I'll be right over. All right, yeah, leave the dirty dishes. It's really urgent. Oh, okay. So if you're like us, visit us on the web at ManicMommies.com or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Mommy! I agree. It's an acquired taste, Doctor Who. I know, I know. But um, I will say that I was playing Manic Mommies in the car today on the drive back from Asheville and Evan heard that end promo come on at the end of their show and he he was like, who was that? Why is he yelling? And I made up this whole story, and he was like, oh, and then it came on again at the end, and he just chuckled. He loved it. It's very cool.